Here we go again. We're going to start yet another podcast with a sensitive topic. And you know what? I'm not going to play the music this time. We're not going to go through all that. We're going to pass through all the formalities and say welcome to Locked on Anaheim Ducks. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. We're just going to skip everything because once again, we have another tragic event. I alluded to this yesterday and I feel like I should at least talk about this a little bit. Look, I I know that people listen to this podcast. I know that a lot of people listen to this podcast. I'm not going to lie. Those of you that do listen every day, thank you so much. Those of you that listen once in a while, thank you also. But I'm not blind and I'm not so naive to think that no one listens. I realize that I kind of have a platform, even if it's to a few people people that want to continue listening yeah i feel like it's important to at least get through to some people because all us hosts on the locked on podcast network we have a platform and with that we kind of have a responsibility a little bit and you know where i'm going with this the horrific crime that happened just a couple days ago in Uvalde, Texas. And by the way, a programming note, this will be a double header day. We'll have a morning show on Thursday, then a show later Thursday afternoon. So just want to get that out there right away. So what happened a couple days ago in Uvalde, Texas is just despicable. It is absolutely despicable that an 18-year-old high school dropout pretty much went into the school and shot a whole bunch of students. And from what we know right now, 19 students and two teachers have so far perished. It, it's sad. This is one of the deadliest shootings since Sandy Hook back 10 years ago. This, this is just tragic. And hearing more details about what happened, that this 18-year-old had purchased guns right after his 18th birthday. He shot his own grandmother and then went and shot a bunch of fourth graders. They were celebrating their honor roll. In fact, there were pictures that went out on TV, on Twitter, online, on various social media platforms that showed all these students with their honor roll certificates that they were celebrating earlier that day. It's tragic. It's beyond tragic. And I put a tweet out there like, what can we do to help? Well, there's a lot of things we can do to help. We can donate blood. We can help those in need in that community. You know, there's mental health support. That's a big one. There's going to be a lot of mental health support needed out in Texas. It's an unfortunate tragedy. This could have been prevented. This really could have been been prevented. And this is where I'm going to use my platform. We've got to do something about this. We've got to take action. This is an election year. Just going to put that out there. But that's all I'm going to say about that. Action needs to be done. For those saying that, well, we need to arm our teachers. Look, this, this is where I will come in. I used to teach. In fact, I'll go with a little bit of my personal background here. One of my most vivid memories as a kid, and actually, yeah, as a very young kid, was the L.A. riots. That one is still seared in my memory. 
as far as a student. The two shootings that really got to me as a student, and this is going way back to when I was still in grade school, was the Columbine shooting that took place on April 20th, 1999. I remember that one. And then the one that took place March of 2001, just down the road here in Santana High School, down at Santee, California, not too far from San Diego. In fact, Santee is in San Diego County, fairly close to San Diego. I recall those two shootings vividly, and I was still in grade school. Actually, I was just in high school for both of those. And it hurts to remember both of them. After Columbine happened, our school went through all kinds of updating the security at the school. After Santee happened, it escalated even further. And the following year, so much had changed in high school. They were they were starting to do bomb checks. They were starting to check students more and more frequently. And there was all this commotion around, you know, who could possibly do this next? Could one of your fellow students do this? It was just a complete mess, especially in a place like SoCal. I mean, after Santee happened in SoCal, everybody was on alert. And that changed how I went through school for the following years. I remember that. Eventually, I would go on to teach. And I remember there was two particular shootings that took place while I was still teaching, both in the same year, that really did affect me and kind of changed my course a little bit as to what I wanted to continue doing. There was the shooting at Parkland in 2018. Then that same school year, just a couple months later, there was the shooting in Santa Fe, Texas. Both of those necessitated having to take, and I kid you not, having to take classes. Mm, I wish I didn't have to say this. Having to take just precautionary lessons on how to protect your students. I can't believe I even had to take those classes. I still can't believe it to this day that I had to do that. I mean, no teacher, no student should ever have to go through that. I mean, teachers shouldn't have to go through that kind of training. And that kind of changed me a little bit. So going into 2018, 2019, I was still teaching knowing, you know, I'm growing tired of this. I'm growing tired of all the extra stuff as far as the shootings. And there was more and more shootings happening time and time again. And I was just starting to get tired of it. So once we got to 2019, 2020, yes, I was still teaching. In fact, by this time, I was only substitute teaching. I wasn't teaching full-time by this point. I had stopped after 2018. So by the time we got to 2019, 2020, I was only subbing. And I was also doing locked, like I started doing locked on ducks. So it kind of came at a fortuitous time that locked on started because I was still subbing. So I actually had the time to do the podcast and do more sports stuff. And then the pandemic happened. And I said, this is a sign. I I cannot do this anymore. The last day that I taught was during that week. 
It was right around when schools were closing, but not completely closed yet. And I remember this was right before St. Patrick's Day. This was only a couple days after the last Ducks game. The last Ducks game took place on March 11th. I last worked on March 13th and then subsequently went to Disneyland right after that. Then the 16th, that Monday happened, and I still had to go back because we were still meeting up. And then everything shut down on the 17th. Everything shut down by then. And I haven't looked back, nor do I plan to. I I don't plan to. Two teachers also died in this. You should not be a teacher and have to look behind you and think, is is this going to happen? Am I going to die doing something that I love? Am I going to die teaching? And the solution is not to arm teachers. Believe me, as a former teacher, it is a terrible idea to arm a lot of these teachers because a lot of them don't want to. A lot of them don't want to live with that fear. They do not want to go through that. So what else would be the solution? Would it be having stricter gun laws? Would would it be... T- no, taking away all the guns? That's not the solution here. I mean, look, I'm, I'm going to just come out and say it. Like, if we try to take away all the guns, there's still going to be illegal guns out there. And I know that there's going to be too much resistance if we just take all the guns away right now. So what is the best temper or at least what's the best solution for now? The best solution for now, honestly, have some gun buyback programs. I mean, that's a start. Have tight, have some tighter restrictions, background checks. I mean, that's, that's a big one for me. Background checks, mental health checks, common sense gun laws. I mean, this is all stuff that we frankly need at this point. We need it. It's not the complete solution, but it's a start. We need to have that start and it needs to be done sooner rather than later. I mean, yes, I would say this. Fortunately, the school years are drawing to a close this week and next week. So hopefully we don't have any more shootings after this week. We have a couple of months. Summer vacation is upon us. We have a couple of months to get something going. Some Something can happen. There, there can be some changes. So let, let's help with that change. Let's be the change. Steve Kerr said it best. There are 50 senators that are preventing any kind of action from happening. So let's just hope that maybe, just maybe, something can be done in the next couple of months. And I'm I'm not going to get political here. I'm not. This is just me being a human saying we should not be killing each other. We should not be doing that. 
All right, that segment ran really long, so we're actually going to head to an intermission, and then we will close out. So first, let's talk about rockauto.com, which is amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, whether you drive a Toyota like me or I used to drive a Chevy Impala. I miss that car. Whatever kind of car you have, Rock Auto has the parts for you. They've been family-owned and operated for over two decades. So, hey, if you need some new parts, visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On Ducks sent you. Once again, that's rockauto.com. All the parts your car will ever need. All right, we're actually going to talk some hockey. We're going to talk a little bit of hockey after the intermission and talk about a certain former duck that might see the Stanley Cup final again. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with J.D. Hernandez. And that first segment went really long, but again, I have a platform. I at least have to get something out there. And there's one of my favorite Twitter people is named Megan Chica. And she kind of said it best, and I echo exactly what she said. So I will just quote what she said. Quote, anyone else have a hard time thinking about hockey right now? End quote. Um, yeah. Yeah. A, a lot of people have a hard time thinking about sports in general right now. Steve Kerr, he had that impassioned message a couple days ago before a playoff game. So, yeah, Megan, Megan, I hear you. I feel you there. Yeah, it's I'm having a hard time thinking about sports right now. But, you know, we, we will press on. And I will just say it, it's kind of hard watching the playoffs after what happened. But you know what? There was one series in particular that kind of struck a chord with me. And that was the Tampa Bay Lightning series where they just decimated the Florida Panthers. In fact, they beat them in a sweep. In a sweep. And you know who is one of those players that just completely is doing well again in the playoffs? Corey Perry. Let me say this louder for everyone in the back. Corey Perry is still that guy. Yep. The former longtime Anaheim Duck. Two seasons ago, he played for the Dallas Stars. He helped lead the Dallas Stars to the Stanley Cup Final, only to lose to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Last season, he helped the Montreal Canadiens reach the Stanley Cup Final, only to lose to the Tampa Bay Lightning. So I think Corey Perry finally said, well, if you can't beat him, join him. Well, that's exactly what he did this season. And now he is four wins away from helping guide the Tampa Bay Lightning to the Stanley Cup Final again. That would make his third consecutive final appearance. He's still that guy. In fact, he's been that guy for a while. Two seasons ago, he scored five goals, nine points with Dallas. Last season, four goals, ten points with the Habs. This season, this postseason, in just two rounds, he's already got five goals. He's already matched his total from two seasons ago. His career high for one playoff run 
10 goals in 2015. That was that fateful year. The year he won the Stanley Cup, 15 points. I don't know if Corey Perry can get to 15 points, but he's already got five goals, including three on the power play. Hey, you know what? There's no reason to think that Corey Perry can reach the final yet again. I think it's going to happen. I think he's going to pull through. He might even score a couple more goals. Wouldn't it just be hilarious? Hilarious. If Corey Perry reaches double-digit goals, this post he's already halfway there in two rounds. I think it'd be hilarious if he actually did the thing and scored double-digit goals this postseason. Did you know, did you know, by the way, that in these playoffs, Corey Perry, you, you ready for a fun stat? You ready for this? Corey Perry, as of this recording, after only two rounds, he is leading the lightning in goal scoring. Let me repeat that for everyone in the back that don't believe me. Look this up. Look it up right now. Go ahead. Corey Perry's leading the team in scoring this postseason, along with Ross Colton. Five goals apiece. (laughs) If you had told me that Corey Perry would lead the team in scoring in the postseason, I would have said you are completely effing drunk. And I want what you're having. But (laughs) how's he doing it? How is Corey Perry still doing this at age 36? Well, first off, he's got a great complement of players around him on that power play. He's got Nikita Kucherov on the power play. He's got Steven Samkos on the power play. He's got Victor Hedman on the power play. He's got a bunch of guys on that power play that can do it themselves. But no, they're happy getting the apples. And Corey Perry is still that guy that gets those greasy goals. So you ask me again, how is Corey Perry doing it? He's getting the greasy goals. He is still not afraid to get to those dirty spots around the crease. And he's perfectly fine being that pest to opposing goaltenders. He certainly did it against Florida. So, yeah, I think he can do it against either either Nuevo York or Carolina. That's how they call them on the ESPN Deportes feed. Which, by the way, if you guys are not watching ESPN Deportes for the Stanley Cup playoffs, you absolutely should. It is entertaining. All right, we're going to continue talking about Corey Perry and something else that I kind of want to just bring up quickly. And we'll get to that on the other side. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with J.D. Hernandez. And a bit of a programming note, this will be a double header day. We will have another podcast later today on Thursday where it is kind of going to be our last goals Thursday of the season. And the reason for that is because the goals are out of it. And this will be California hockey talk. So this kind of will be a locked on goals episode, but it'll also be a California hockey podcast because I mean, there was that news about the Stockton Heat, which I will go into in detail tomorrow or later today, rather. So I talked about Corey Perry leading the Lightning in postseason scoring or goal scoring, which is still 
incredible to me that he's doing so. But also incredible is that he's even still playing. And he will be playing next season. Look, if if you're Corey Perry and you are still producing at this rate, then there's no reason to even think about retiring. He's totally chasing a cup right now. He won one cup in 2007. This would be a 15-year difference between winning cups. And I want to say that's an NHL record. I have to go back and look. But 15 years between cups certainly has to be a record or close to a record. And he's still producing. He scored 40 points this season. He scored 19 goals this past season with the Lightning. Again, 19 goals. He just surpassed 400 career goals this season. He's got 405 career goals. So if I'm Corey Perry, do I continue playing? Well, yeah, you bet your ass you keep playing. You know why? Because the Anaheim Ducks are still going to pay him $2 million next season. So whoever gets him, they're going to get him at a bargain. And also, if you're Corey Perry, you also don't want to retire for another reason. And this is kind of just my final thought on this. Ryan Getzloff just retired this past season. He came in with Corey Perry. Pears and Getze are friends. I'm of the opinion that Ryan Getzloff should be in the Hall of Fame. He absolutely should get his number 15 retired by the Ducks next season. And the reason I say next season, do it while Corey Perry is still around, while he's still playing. And if the Ducks are going to do it on any night, do it on the one night that Corey Perry can be there. So whether he sticks around in Tampa or he signs somewhere else, if it's Tampa, do it the night that the Ducks play Tampa Bay because I know it would mean the world to both of them. If they're both there. And hey, let's get some of the others. Let's get Tamu Solani in the building. Let's get the Niedermeyers back in the building. Let's get the whole gang back. They should all be there. Should. All of them. I mean, get everyone from that team on there. You know, get get Andy Mack. I love me some Andy Mack. Get Andy Mack back. Get Chris Pronger to the Ponda. Hell, get Chris Kunitz back. Because why not? <laughs> get friend, get Boshi back. Get Boshi Man back in the like try to get as many of those guys back in the building. Right now, the last active player is Corey Perry. Yeah. Pears is the last active player after this season. Everyone else is retired. So yeah, why not? Do it while Corey Perry's still around. And also, for that matter, just like one final thing. Corey Perry's still playing, and he's still playing at a high level. And Ducks fans, maybe you just appreciate this. I mean, I certainly appreciated seeing Corey Perry and Ryan Getzloff taking that opening face-off in Tampa last month. That was awesome to see. So, I'm saying cherish it. Because next season might be the last time that we see Corey Perry play hockey. It very well might be. And hopefully we see 
a fantastic jersey retirement ceremony. Or maybe the Ducks will wait for two years when they're possibly both retired for whatever reason. Who knows? So that's just my final two cents on that. All right. Once again, we're going to have another podcast later, talk about the American Hockey League, talk about the Stockton Heat, talk about the goals for a little bit. It'll be our last kind of locked on goals for the season. And then we'll just have regular locked on ducks for the summer. So I look forward to it. Also, one other note that I want to bring up right now, since I have a little bit of time. I mentioned yesterday that I was going to address the future of this podcast. It is nothing bad. I will still be the host of Locked on Ducks. The future of this podcast and something that I did want to start last month, but because of stuff that happened personally, because I I already mentioned this, like because of, you know, Daisy passing away. I mean, I, I was a wreck. I'll admit I was I was pretty wrecked after she passed away. And it made me really sad. I mean, who wouldn't be sad? I mean, Daisy was my best friend for 14 years. But anyway, I had planned on starting this last month. So instead, we'll start it later this month. Locked on Anaheim Ducks will officially be on YouTube also. So yeah, just like almost every other locked on show, we're also going to have some YouTube episodes as well. So, yeah, we'll have some content on YouTube. We'll have some content for the summer. We have the draft coming up, so we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Stanley Cup playoffs and hey, you know, I'll talk about my dream again. Yeah, going to bring th- I'm going to bring that back. So, once again, Locked on Ducks will both be as a podcast but also be on YouTube as well. So, yeah, do stay tuned for that. It's going to be a fun ride, and honestly, it is an honor getting to host this. It's a privilege getting to talk to you guys about the Anaheim Ducks. I've done this 538 times, and I hope to do it many more times, except this time both as a podcast and on YouTube. So, yeah, I look forward to it. All right, that's how we're going to end this podcast. Thank you all so much for your continued support. This podcast is free and available across all platforms. Thank you for making this your first listen. And once again, thank you all so very much. It is greatly, greatly appreciated. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Please, please continue to be safe out there. Definitely be kind to one another. And ducks fly together.